Hello and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you haven't yet subscribed, make sure you do so you never miss an episode. If you're a first-time listener, please note that this podcast is not meant to assess, diagnose, or treat narcissistic personality disorder. My intention for this podcast is to provide some insight and encouragement to those of you who exhibit narcissistic tendencies so you can start to break some of those negative patterns of behavior and live a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life. In today's episode, I would like to speak to you about a model of communication that I created to help individuals who display narcissistic tendencies. All of us have a unique way of communicating our wants and needs to the world around us. Communication is the process by which information is exchanged between individuals. The way we interact and exchange information with others has been taught, learned, and reinforced by the unique circumstances that make up our lives. We are able to use our words, actions, behaviors, and even our silence to communicate to others how we are feeling and what we are thinking. In my experience with couples where one of the parties exhibits narcissistic tendencies, I've noticed that there is a pattern of communication that has been adopted and accepted that is primarily based on fear. I find that many individuals with narcissistic tendencies carry a heavy load of negative emotions. They often fear being rejected and abandoned by those they care about. It's important to point out that communication styles are not set in stone and that it is possible to learn how to communicate more effectively with your partner. Often, when individuals with narcissistic tendencies find the person they feel safe to fall in love with, they may initially be overly expressive with their feelings. They may love bomb this person in order to make sure the other person feels how important they are to them, but also out of fear that they may leave them. They are essentially expressing their need to be loved by overly showing their emotions towards the other person, hoping that their feelings will be reciprocated. Once they are in the relationship, the narcissistic individual may begin to isolate their partner from others to ensure the attention and connection goes to them. They may feel that they have found their person, and there is an almost childlike fear that there will not be enough love if their partner is allowed to care for others. Eventually, this isolation, micromanaging, and communication style will have a detrimental effect on the relationship. Because narcissistic individuals often experience extreme feelings of not being good enough, they may constantly look around their environment to confirm their feelings of inadequacy. Without realizing it, you may tend to experience a binary emotional life, where things are either good enough or not good enough. Life can feel either idealized and all good, or it's all bad. This is further reflected in how you may communicate with your partner. You may express profound love for the idealized version of your partner, and then make hurtful comments when your partner fails to meet these expectations. In conversation, a narcissistic individual may seek to either entirely agree or disagree with the other person, in order to create and ensure congruence between them. The partner without narcissistic tendencies may find themselves stuck in a conversation with their partner, not understanding why they are even arguing. The couple may then end up arguing about whether or not they agree or disagree. 
It's as if the narcissistic individual cannot allow their partner to have a different perspective or opinion from their own. I do believe that individuals with narcissistic tendencies can be taught certain communication patterns that are more helpful for the health of their relationship. Positive and healthy communication can allow both parties to make changes to feel happy and safe in the relationship. In one of my communication models that I share with clients, I teach individuals to pay more attention when communicating with their partners. In the following Raven method of communication, my aim is to teach individuals a new method of communicating. The R in this model is for recognize. It is important to recognize when you are communicating with your partner that the conversation may bring up negative feelings. You may feel unheard, criticized, or that you are not enough. The conversation may kick in your fight, flight, or freeze response because you may begin to fear being rejected, judged, criticized, or abandoned. It's important to remember that your partner is not your enemy. During difficult discussions or disagreements, it's important to remember the good and positive traits of your partner. Remember, you love this person, and even if it doesn't feel or seem like it in the moment, they love you too. A is for acknowledge. Often during a discussion, the individual with narcissistic tendencies may overtake the conversation and not allow the other person to be heard or express their feelings. Without realizing it, you may pontificate and express your views in a condescending or aggressive way. You may make your partner feel as if they or their opinions do not matter at all. I know you don't mean to do this. You probably become so focused on who is right or you may feel so unheard yourself that you forget that a little bit of warmth and kindness goes a long way. However, if this behavior is left unchecked, your partner will begin to feel diminished as a person and begin to feel depressed and unsafe around you. An example of how you can acknowledge your partner in conversation is by engaging in active listening, by using eye contact, positive facial expressions, and open body language, you can express to your partner that you care about them and what they are saying. V is for validate. It is extremely important that individuals with narcissistic tendencies learn to validate their partners. It is not uncommon for individuals with these tendencies to be overly self-focused. In their need to ensure that they are loved, they tend to constantly need validation and reassurance that they are cared about. It is not uncommon that validation and love only goes one way, and that is towards the narcissistic individual. You may not know this, but your partner may receive little to no positive validation from you at all. Here are some examples of what you can say to validate your partner in conversation. You may say something like, I hear what you are saying, and I want you to know that your feelings are important to me. It's important that your partner feels heard and seen. By making statements such as, Your happiness matters to me, and I want to see you happy, and Thank you for your compassion and patience. It means a lot to me. You can put a positive focus on the other person. Remember, it is very difficult for a flower to bloom in the shade. Give your partner the opportunity to shine and grow. E is for encourage. Narcissistic individuals must learn to encourage their partner. 
It is not uncommon that the partner of a narcissistic individual has become accustomed to their current form of communication, which often consists of being overlooked and unacknowledged. It is important to support and give confidence to your partner so they can become a more self-actualized person. We are all entitled to live our life to the fullest, and it is important to not impede someone else's progress or happiness. Some examples of encouraging statements are, I believe in you, and I am so proud of you, and you are making a difference, and your efforts are valued. Finally, and most importantly, N is for nurture. When learning a new way of communicating, it is important to be consistent with your actions, words, and behaviors. By doing this, you can begin to nurture and fortify your relationship and partner. This last step has three options. You can remember these options by remembering the three A's. The first A is ask a question. The second A is active listening. And the third A is another step in the model. Let me elaborate. To nurture your new communication style, you can start by showing interest in what your partner has to say by asking questions. By asking open-ended questions, you can encourage your partner to express themselves. Open-ended questions are questions that cannot be answered by yes or no. This type of question will give your partner the opportunity to feel heard and seen. I know it is difficult to hear that you may be negatively affecting your partner because of your communication style. I want to commend you for taking the time to be here to learn new positive ways to communicate and nurture your relationship. As I always say, growth can't happen in the comfort zone. The second A is active listening. It is important to engage in active listening when you are communicating with your partner. Active listening is behavior that shows you are listening and observing verbal and nonverbal messages that are being sent. You show that you are engaged in the conversation by responding with appropriate feedback to the message that is being presented. For example, if your partner is upset and expressing sadness, it is appropriate to respond by showing care and compassion. You can ask them what's wrong and allow them to express themselves without being judged or criticized. Saying nothing and not acknowledging their pain would be an inappropriate response. The third A refers to engaging in another step in the model. What I mean by this is that you can engage in any one of the other steps of the Raven model. Recognize, acknowledge, validate, encourage, or nurture can all be an appropriate response to further the growth of your relationship. I hope this message finds you well today. And as always, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. And until next time, see you soon.